Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. Hello and welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is episode 217. I am your co-host, Ralph Burns, here today, hosting solo today without Molly Pittman. She'll be returning next week. But today we're going to be getting into some statistics. So stats that you should know as a marketer in 2019 about the Facebook advertising platform, as well as just about Facebook in general and why it is such a powerful, impactful platform to grow your business, no matter what type of business you have, whether it's an international e-commerce business or whether it's a local business, Facebook is where the eyeballs are right now. And that's the reason why we talk about this platform almost exclusively here on Perpetual Traffic because it is so powerful. And when I say the Facebook advertising platform, I'm not just talking about Facebook and your news feed on Facebook on your app that you might see, but included in that platform is Instagram. There's another billion users right there in addition to Facebook's 2 billion. And then there's the audience network, which is Facebook's answer to the Google Display Network. Then there's Messenger as well, which is incredibly powerful. And also we've got Marketplace. Marketplace is Facebook's answer to Craigslist in a lot of ways. And you probably see it in the right-hand column when you're scrolling through your newsfeed on desktop. And then soon to be coming in 2020 is what we hear right now is another billion or so users, just another couple of billion people where you can potentially place your ads in front of. And uh, largely an international audience, not quite as popular here in the US, but that is WhatsApp. So when I refer to the Facebook ad platform, I talk about that. So all those things sort of together as a network of, of properties that come together and you can access them through the user interface inside Facebook ads manager through business manager. And because of that, you know, anyone in the world can sit at a laptop and influence billions of people every single day. So 
the statistics that we're going to be talking about here, seven statistics that every marketer should know, especially if you're advertising on Facebook. And if you're not advertising on Facebook, I think this will be probably a pretty good reminder as to why you should get on Facebook and learn how to at least run some ads initially. And you can do it just for a couple of dollars a day, which is a tremendous way to start. Good for any budget. Uh, you know, we've seen uh, people spending millions per month in Facebook ad spend through our agency, but they didn't all start that way. They all started with just spending a couple of dollars a day. So if you're there, these are great statistics for you to understand how widespread, how influential this platform is. So without further ado, let's get into the seven Facebook advertising stats every marketer should know. So statistic number one that every marketer should know is one of the most amazing facts about Facebook and Instagram is the amount of time people spend on this platform. It's absolutely staggering to me how many minutes per day the average user, the average daily user spends on Facebook and Instagram. And combined between Facebook and Instagram, Facebook people spend about 35 minutes per day on Facebook with 15 minutes on Instagram. So on average, the average user on Facebook is on there, if my math is correct, about 50 minutes a day, almost an hour a day. So that's the most of any social channel. Coming in at number two is YouTube, where people spend an average of 40 minutes a day, average users. I know my kids spend a hell of a lot more than that. Snapchat, comes in at number three at 25 minutes. So this really averages out to be a tremendous amount of time that we're spending on social media in any given year. So in your lifetime, you might spend a year and seven months or so on Facebook, and you might spend almost a year, probably about eight months on Instagram in your entire lifetime. So let's think about that for a second. You're spending practically two years of your life on social platforms. And that's not even to mention throw in YouTube and some of these other platforms. So anyway, so what that means to you as an advertiser is that not only is there almost 3 billion active users between Facebook and Instagram together, is that of those 3 billion users, you've got them very captive as your audience potentially to show your ads in front of them and show them something captivating, some captivating content in order to engage them with your brand in order to sell your product and service. So that's one of the reasons why the combination of Facebook and Instagram is one of the most powerful advertising platforms in the world. And if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you understand exactly how much that we love it, how much we spend as far as ad spend on a monthly basis between Molly and myself. And it's the reason why we believe that it's the best advertising platform on the planet. So if you combine Google, like Google, YouTube, and Facebook together, you've got such captive audiences. And you know, obviously I run an agency where it's Facebook and Instagram only, but we've had plenty of guests on the show here where they do Google, Google Shopping, YouTube, as well as Google AdWords. So if you've combined those two together, you pretty much have the internet covered. <laughs> so you've got about 80% of the eyeballs that are online that are on those two platforms. So that's one of the reasons why online and social just in general is a really, really powerful platform because of the amount of time that people spend on it every single day. 
The next amazing stat that every marketer must know about Facebook and Instagram particularly is the amount of business pages that there are on Facebook right now. It's estimated that there's about 60 million business pages on Facebook. So business page is in essence a business that wants to have a presence on Facebook, creates a business page, ergo business page. So in some cases, like in our agency, we might manage a number of different pages. So for example, we have one customer that has three, if not four individual pages for a variety of different branding reasons, but we manage all their ads through one singular ad account. So the next stat that I'm going to tell you here, sort of take it with a grain of salt, but it will sort of give you an idea as to what the potential growth of the platform is, which is really important to make sure that you're tuning in here every single week to make sure that you're staying on the cutting edge so you can stay ahead of all those guys. So if there's 60 million business pages, there are in actuality about 7 million advertisers on Facebook. So if there's 60 million business pages, 7 million advertisers, what if all those business pages started advertising on Facebook. So doing the rough math here, we've got about 10 to 12% of businesses, you know, maybe a little bit higher, let's say 15%, maybe because of that example that I just gave right here about one uh, multiple business pages being controlled by one singular ad account. But in most cases, in most businesses that we've seen is that we see the business page typically has one ad account or one advertiser so it's attached to one singular credit card, one singular ad account. So one-to-one -one ratio, I think, is sort of a realistic way of looking at things. So Facebook looks at that and says, okay, we've got 60 million business pages, but we only have 7 million advertisers. We have 50 million or so potential advertisers that are just on the platform right now, which means that we need more inventory, <laughs> So, so that's one of the reasons why when we talk about all placements here inside the ads manager is so, so important because Facebook is constantly inventing or, or looking for other ways in which to fill the inventory for the advertisers that are currently on the platform, but maybe the advertisers that aren't even yet on the platform. So one of the things that you'll notice when you go to placements inside ads manager is that there is Facebook, there's Instagram there's audience network, there's messenger. So there's now marketplace. So there's lots of places in which you can potentially place your ads and put them in front of potential customers for your product or service. And just recently, in fact, Facebook is now starting to test increasing ad load on some placements such as Instagram stories. For example, you wouldn't see two ads consecutively on Instagram stories, but you might actually start seeing that because there's 500 million Instagram stories uploaded every single day. So a tremendous amount of capacity, a tremendous amount of potential, and a tremendous amount of advertising inventory that Facebook realizes that they have to continue to acquire or at least start to monetize more real estate on their platform. That's one of the reasons why Facebook is now testing the application of advertising inside the WhatsApp app, which is probably not as popular here in the US, but definitely far more popular in Europe and in Asia. And that represents a tremendous amount of users. 
And why wouldn't they start putting advertising inside WhatsApp? Because there's 1.5 billion users in 180 countries. It makes it the most popular messaging app in the world. So about 200 million more than Facebook Messenger. So between Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp, and we already see ads inside Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp represents a tremendous amount of real estate for Facebook to continue to expand their advertising platform. So think about Facebook as an advertising platform, but come back to the fact that, yes, you are listening and running ads right now. You're listening to information on Facebook and Instagram. You're one of those 7 million advertisers, and you're still early in the adoption curve, believe it or not. And there's a tremendous amount of growth that Facebook sees based upon the amount of business pages that they currently have. So that's potential advertisers that Facebook sees, and it's a very huge upside for them, which is one of the reasons why they're really cultivating the small business market, obviously targeting agencies such as ourselves in order to get the word out and be able to affect many different ad accounts all at once in sort of one fell swoop. But the point is, is that there's still a lot of growth out there so and a lot more advertisers to come. So it's important to stay sharp and continue to listen to this show every single week to make sure that you're staying on the cutting edge. Statistic number three that every marketer should know is one that you definitely should know at this point is that Obviously, you've heard us talk about the importance of video here on the Facebook and Instagram platforms. It's something that we use a tremendous amount. I would say probably 60 to 70, if not 80%, probably 70% of our ad spend is in video. So we tend to use longer form video, but we are very much moving towards shorter form video, but we still do find that 60 to 120 second video really does work well, especially when you're engaging audiences that don't know about your product or service ice cold traffic, maybe unaware or problem aware audiences. But 85%, 85% of Facebook video is watched without sound. So what does that mean to you as an advertiser? Well, it means that you need to be making your videos so that you are including either text overlay or you're uploading an SRT file. So you get captions. And it's really important to make sure that your videos captivate with the sound off, okay? But as Facebook says, delight with the sound on. So definitely make them with sound, but knowing full well that 85% of video is gonna be watched without sound. Now, this statistic is a little bit skewed because a video view for Facebook is considered a three-second view, which for a lot of people will say, well, that's not really much of a view. So take that with a grain of salt. So sound is still an option, obviously, and you can definitely include it. We include it in most of the videos that we use, but it's not required. So just make the video something compelling so that people want to turn the sound up, but they can still get your marketing message across without having the sound on. So consider, first thing is make sure that you're crafting your video so that it's effective with the sound off. 
Secondly, and most importantly, I think we've talked about this many times here on the show, is that make your videos for mobile first. Even if you are creating videos in the old school sort of 16 by nine type of letterbox that your HD TV is in your basement or in your, your man cave or in your living room or family room, those types of videos are okay, but make sure that you do what we, what we refer to as a Unilad ad so that you actually put content or some sort of bars on the top and the bottom. And it's consistent with the branding of your particular product or service. So that way you can make it more square. You can turn it into an 800 by 800 or better yet, you can make it four by five, which is just a little bit off one-to-one square. But in most cases, we'll do video for both Facebook and Instagram news feeds so that it is perfectly square. And 800 by 800 is the one that we typically will start with. Gets really good resolution when you upload it. Typically looks really, really good. So the bottom line is this is so to make your videos because of 85% of the videos, even if it's not, if you sort of you know, have an issue with the three second view is a three second view, really a view, you know, YouTube would sort of laugh at that because they consider a 25 second view, sort of a real view. The point is make your videos so that they're effective with the sound off, but also when somebody does click or, you know, you want them to click to turn the sound on to get a more multimedia experience make sure that when they do actually turn the sound on that you really are delighting with video with the audio portion statistic number four that every marketer should know is another important one and michael stelzner has been on this show a couple of times talking about the death of organic on facebook and he's absolutely right and he predicted it a year or so ago for organic reach just continuing to decline and that is absolutely the case and it's we could see this coming, obviously, because Facebook doesn't satisfy its shareholders if it continues to give business pages free reach just by posting to their page and then obviously getting distribution through their fans. They only really satisfy shareholders if you put some money behind those posts on your business page. So, you know, with 60 million business pages and 7 million ad accounts, like we said in one of our early statistics, there's obviously Facebook is trying to push people to start an ad account. Like, hey, I used to get 10, 20, 30% of my fans with any sort of social post that I did way back in 2012 or 2013. Well, it's not going to happen anymore. So, in fact, back in 2013, you can actually sort of see the decline in organic reach of content that's published on brand Facebook pages. So it's steadily declined over time from about 12% of fans. So you'd post something, let's say you have 100 fans, okay? It's just for round numbers here. So you'd post something, you have 100 fans. Back in 2013, 2012, probably about 12 or 13 of those fans would see your post, well, you post the same content today, you'll probably see about five or six people from those hundred fans. Hopefully you've grown your fan base since then in that time from 2013 till now. But the point is, is that organic reach is continuing to decline. And the reason for that is just do the math. We're on a platform, we're on a social platform that makes its money by selling advertising. So it's not your platform, it's their platform. It's now the Facebook shareholders platform. It was Mark Zuckerberg's platform that he invented. And thank God for him, now we have it. So 
Don't get all righteous and say, oh, they're stealing my reach. Well, you know what? You got to pay to play on Facebook. It's just, that's just the way that it is now. So gone are the days of great reach. Now you can certainly hit the lottery and get a really viral post and lots of people on your page. Those six people that see your post might share it to their friends and there might be a network effect that gets shared throughout the entire network and through that by the network, meaning the entire platform. That could certainly happen, but really hard to predict. It's like chaos theory. It's sort of hard to predict the behavior of humans. So I've certainly tried, but the point is in order to get reach now and get people to see your posts on your page, put paid advertising behind it. And that's the reason why Facebook has steadily declined organic reach over time, but it's now to about 6%. So don't get frustrated by it. Just sort of work alongside it. You know, you can do this for as little as a couple of dollars a day. And Dennis, you did a great show with us here a while back where he talked about just doing this for a couple of dollars a day. So that's the type of philosophy that you should look to. Local businesses especially don't need to spend a whole lot here. We're talking about budgets of 10, 20, 30 dollars a day kind of thing to be able to reach their fans and to be able to reach cold traffic audiences with their posts. So don't fight it. Just sort of go along with the system and realize that you have a captive audience there that's ready, willing, and able to buy your stuff. You just need to get in front of them. And you do that with paid advertising. You're not going to do it with organic reach anymore. And I would imagine that this chart is going to continue to decline over time where it's down in the low single digits. It's already pretty much at like five or 6% at this point. So another stat for you to keep in mind as you continue to uh, grow your business through the platform. Statistic number five that every marketer should know, and probably the stat that might be the most controversial, Facebook ads are cheap. Yes, they are cheap. In fact, they're practically free. Well, you know, maybe not exactly but obviously, like we said in the last statistic, organic reach days are long gone. So for you to get in front of your fans on your Facebook newsfeed, you have to actually power some advertising behind it. But the point is this, if you spend a dollar a day on Facebook ads, you will get in front of about 4,000 people that you haven't otherwise been exposed to your business. I mean, if you as a local business can't afford $30 a month, I don't know as if you really have much of a business. So for more information on how to do boosted post in micro-targeting with Dennis, you go back way back to episode 49 of the Perpetual Traffic Podcast, still relevant to this day. It's a great show. It was one of the most popular shows that we've ever done because Dennis, you figured out that you can actually get in front of your audience for just pennies on the dollar. And that's the reason why I'm saying that Facebook is a cheap advertising platform. Everyone that we talk to now, especially those people who, you know, we discuss running their Facebook ads with, or, you know, maybe they've gotten frustrated recently and want some help with our coaching program here at Tier 11. The point is, is that they think that, well, the ads used to be cheap and now they're expensive. Well, in actuality, Facebook was incredibly cheap two, three years ago. Now it's just coming back up to still below market prices. And I'll send the link to this in the show notes. But the point is, is that you should at least be spending a dollar per day on Facebook ads. And I 100% agree. Having sold radio and cable TV advertising in a previous life, 
that's expensive and it's not targeted either. When we would sell cable TV ads, we would just really target a market and literally a channel like the Lifetime channel or CNN, or we would target ESPN, or we would target our local New England cable news network. So we would do media buys for individual small business owners, just sort of like a, you know, and this was a breakthrough advertising platform back then where we could actually target people based upon demographics of what they watched. Did they watch the Lifetime channel? Well, that's an older audience. You know, do they watch ESPN? That's typically a male audience between the ages of 20 to 55, for example. Do they watch CNN? You know, they are typically like a 35, 55-year-old male or female. So we would actually target audiences based upon their preferences. But the only targeting we had was demographics. Facebook has so many more capabilities than that. I mean, even if Facebook takes away a large portion of our targeting, it's still absolutely incredible what kind of targeting we can actually do. And you guys have probably seen this inside of the interest targeting. There are thousands of choices inside detailed interest targeting that you can target, not to mention the fact that you can create lookalike audiences of pages or events for your business so that Facebook actually creates audiences that look like people who have created or have performed a certain event that's of high value to you as the business owner. The targeting is absolutely amazing. So let's not forget that. Yes, we are definitely in an age where Facebook is now cracking down on this whole data issue coming about from last year in Cambridge Analytica and the fallout from that and all the other sorts of things that go along with it. The point is, is that the targeting on Facebook has never been better. And as an advertising platform, there's nothing like it in the world. Let's keep things realistic here and never forget that, for example, that if you are advertising on any other platform aside from Facebook, you would be paying significantly more with far less targeting. So the cost to reach a thousand people, newspaper, it would cost you $32 to reach a thousand people in your audience. And chances are in that audience, they're probably not even really all that targeted. So they're just people who read that particular newspaper. They don't have any interest targeting. They don't have anything specific that you can really talk to a specific desire or pain point. Magazine is about $20 per thousand. So these are sort of CPMs. This is what we refer to as cost per meal, which is basically cost per thousand. So newspaper is about $32. Magazine, $20. Radio, on average, $8, what I used to do. Cable TV, about $7. When cable TV came on, like I said, it was groundbreaking. It was far cheaper than magazine, newspaper, radio, all our competitors. Then Google AdWords came in. Now, change the game. $2.75 it will cost you, on average, to reach 1,000 people. Far more targeted, potentially, you know, especially if you're using display network based on intent to buy, like we talked about with Brett Curry in episode 202. And we also talked with Mike Rhodes and many different podcasts here on Perpetual Traffic. But the point is, is that it's super cheap to advertise on Google. So let's not forget that. Google costs have certainly risen over time. Combination of Google and Facebook together and Instagram, that is the holy grail. 
So that's the best of all possible worlds. So let's go to LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn ads are even cheaper, believe it or not. And we always think of LinkedIn ads as really expensive. So targeting isn't quite as good. Platform isn't quite as friendly. That's fine. That's about 75 cents to reach a thousand people. Whereas Facebook ads are a mere 25 cents to reach a thousand people on average. So now, having said that, Facebook ad costs really do vary by industry. So some industries are far more expensive than others. It's just the reality of the situation. There's going to be more competition in certain markets where there is more competition. So for example, like the digital marketing market right now is extremely competitive. So finance and insurance right now on Facebook is extremely competitive. Believe it or not, the auto market is very expensive. Health and beauty is very expensive by comparison. But keeping all things equal, Facebook is still the most cost-efficient advertising platform that there is and far more efficient than old world media. And it's far more trackable. Let's not forget that. And you also have an incredible amount of targeting where you can geo-target, you can target by interest, you can target through lookalike audiences based upon your own data. There's really, there's no better platform in the universe on how to expand your business through online than Facebook and Instagram. Statistic number six, every marketer should know. So this stat kind of blows me away because I'm sort of, I don't do this personally. I actually still am old school. I get my newspaper delivered every single day, paper, paper newspaper, like newspaper, newspaper. So I got, and I go down the stairs and I pick it up and I bring it back in. And I love the whole routine of it. And, you know, I actually have friends who aren't, you know, my age, but are actually younger that do the same kind of thing. So Sometimes when I have something online, let's say I have a contract that I need to review or some long article, I'll print it out and then read it. And I think that the reason for that is that I look at something that I view on my phone or something on my iPad or something that I view on my you know MacBook Pro as more work-related. But once I sort of take it offline and it's paper, it just seems a little bit more, I look at it differently. That's just the way that I process information. So anyway, that's where I get my news. So this one is a shocker to me, but I see it with my wife. I see her, like she knows all the news before I actually read it in the newspaper, which is somewhat frustrating to me. But the point is, is that, 43% of users get their news from Facebook. 43% of users. Now, there's actually been a study that says that about 4 in 10 Americans get their news on Facebook. So the next most commonly used sites for news is YouTube with 21% getting news there. Haven't seen that. And then followed by Twitter, which is about 12%. So smaller portions of us in the U.S. get news from social networks like Instagram, LinkedIn, or Snapchat. So about two-thirds of U.S. adults get news on social media sites. So two-thirds of U.S. adults, that's where they're getting their news. And about the same portion did so a few years back, back in 2017. So things have not changed all that much in the last couple of years. But the point is, is that news-based services understand this. And as soon as you start clicking on articles that you're, or you hover over them and read them, or you click to the site itself, 
the algorithm is going to start showing more and more of those types of articles, which from my perspective has actually led to a lot of the divisiveness that's happened in this country. So somebody who is a right-wing, very conservative person might click on articles that are right-wing and conservative. So the Facebook algorithm will then take that and say, hey, they want more articles like that. So they will show them more articles, more content that's similar to that. Same thing goes with left-wing or you know, a little bit more liberal people. You know, they look at articles and they might click on them and hover over them and watch the videos or click back to the site and spend an inordinate amount of time sort of going through the site. Remember, Facebook takes all these as signals to be able to use feedback through the AI, through the algorithm. This isn't like the advertising algorithm. This is the, you know, the organic algorithm to show more content inside a user's newsfeed based upon their previous preferences. So if you're clicking more on liberal articles or you're clicking more on conservative articles, Facebook is going to show you more of those, which leads to, I think, a lot of the things that are actually going on in the United States right now. So from a personal perspective, this country is very divided when it comes to politics. And I think social media may have played a role in that. Not to mention the fact that we actually went through this in a previous episode where the 2016 election was actually really won through Facebook ads in a very smart and uh, strategic way. So uh, say what you will about the strategies, whether they're ethical or unethical. The point was is that the Trump organization actually leveraged the platform in a very effective way to either suppress the vote or to get people to vote for him specifically using a bunch of different strategies. And that episode is one that you should definitely go back to. If you're interested in that sort of thing, go way back to episode 75, how Facebook ads decided the U.S. presidential election. And it's absolutely fascinating. And we'll leave that link in the show notes as well. Statistic number seven every marketer should know is that in January 2019, Statista, who was one of our favorite statistics companies to create these sorts of episodes, they state that in January 2019, 96% of active user accounts worldwide access the social network via mobile device. So that doesn't mean that 96% of users look at Facebook on mobile. No, it just means that 96% of users at least use a mobile device some of the time. So as far as day-to-day accessibility, laptop and desktop and tablets are still there as a part of it. But the point is this, is that because the mobile device and the mobile app is so widespread, you need to craft your ads for mobile first. So when you are looking at your ads, when you create an ad, Don't go to the default looking at desktop, okay? Look at or preview them on mobile first. In fact, send it to your phone to look at it in your newsfeed to see exactly what the user experience is like. And this is going to be especially true when we start having the three lines of ad copy on our ads and the majority of the network is now going to be creative driven. So it's really important for your ads to show well on the mobile device. So preview them on mobile. Make sure you do that before you're 
spending your dollars or your customers' dollars on Facebook advertising. Use the preview. Preview it on mobile because 96% of active user accounts worldwide access this network via mobile devices, making mobile hugely important for the effectiveness of your ads. So hope you enjoyed those statistics that every marketer should know about Facebook and Facebook advertising. And for all of the links and the resources that we mention in each individual statistic, make sure that you do go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 217. Once again, go to digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening this week. See ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. John Moran here. Q1 is closing and it probably didn't go as well as you'd hoped. I'm sure your agency is telling you that they crushed it, but in reality, it probably crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you, or if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what, go to tier11.com forward slash apply. That's tier11.com forward slash apply. And we'll get set up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make agencies look good.